Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 1 Samuel chapter 10 from the World English Bible. Then Samuel took the vial of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Hasn't Yahweh anointed you to be prince over his inheritance? When you have departed from me today, then you will find two men by Rachel's tomb on the border of Benjamin at Zelzah. They will tell you, the donkeys which you went to look for have been found, and behold, your father has stopped caring about the donkeys and is anxious for you, saying, What shall I do for my son? Then you will go on forward from there, and you will come to the oak of Tabor. Three men will meet you there, going up to God, to Bethel one carrying three young goats, and another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a container of wine. They will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall receive from their hand. After that you will come to the hill of God, where the garrison of the Philistines is, and it will happen, when you have come there to the city, that you will meet a band of prophets coming down from the high place with a lute, a tambourine, a pipe, and a harp before them and they will be prophesying. Then Yahweh's Spirit will come mightily on you, and you will prophesy with them, and will be turned into another man. Let it be, when these signs have come to you, that you do what is appropriate for the occasion, for God is with you. Go down ahead of me to Gilgal, and behold, I will come down to you to offer burnt offerings, and to sacrifice sacrifices of peace offerings. Wait seven days until I come to you and show you what you are to do. It was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart, and all those signs happened that day. When they came there to the hill, behold, a band of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came mightily on him, and he prophesied among them. When all who knew him before saw that, behold, he prophesied with the prophets, then the people said to one another, What is this that has come to the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? One of the same place answered, Who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb, Is Saul also among the prophets? When he had finished prophesying, he came to the high place. Saul's uncle said to him and to his servant, Where did you go? He said, To seek the donkeys. When we saw that they were not found, we came to Samuel. Saul's uncle said, Please tell me what Samuel said to you. Saul said to his uncle, He told us plainly that the donkeys were found. But concerning the matter of the kingdom of which Samuel spoke, he didn't tell him. Samuel called the people together to Yahweh to Mizpah, and he said to the children of Israel, Yahweh the God of Israel says, I brought Israel up out of Egypt, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all the kingdoms that oppressed you. But you have today rejected your God, who himself saved you out of all your calamities and your distresses. And you have said to him, 
No, set a king over us. Now therefore present yourselves before Yahweh by your tribes and by your thousands. So Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel near, and the tribe of Benjamin was chosen. He brought the tribe of Benjamin near by their families, and the family of the Matrites was chosen. Then Saul, the son of Kish, was chosen. But when they looked for him, he could not be found. Therefore they asked of Yahweh further, Is there yet a man to come here? Yahweh answered, Behold, he has hidden himself among the baggage. They ran and got him there. When he stood among the people, he was higher than any of the people from his shoulders and upward. Samuel said to all the people, Do you see him whom Yahweh has chosen, that there is no one like him among all the people? All the people shouted and said, Long live the king! Then Samuel told the people the regulations of the kingdom, and wrote it in a book, and laid it up before Yahweh. Samuel sent all the people away, every man to his house. Saul also went to his house, to Gibeah, and the army went with him, whose hearts God had touched. But certain worthless fellows said, How could this man save us? They despised him and brought him no present, but he held his peace. That's the end of chapter 10. Saul doesn't seem very excited about being king. Uh, Samuel tells him to do what is appropriate, but he goes to hide in the baggage, and this despite very specific signs of confirmation according to all that Samuel told him would happen. Those who knew Saul seemed to think it was quite unexpected that he be among the prophets. The way they're using that proverb, um, is Saul also among the prophets? seems to be almost derogatory, like it's a statement for somebody who gets something done or does something that they didn't think had it in them. And so apparently Samuel was not the only prophet in the land of Israel. It is a little odd, the picture that pops up in my mind to think about a band of prophets wandering around with musical instruments, and then Saul just randomly joins them. I, it really would have been nice to know what they were all saying. It was just so hard not to be curious about that. And then it says that um, Yahweh gave Saul another heart. As I was wondering what that might mean, I wondered if it meant like a heart of courage or confidence to step up and join the prophets and prophesy, because it's definitely a contrast to the fear he's displaying and hiding among the baggage. Saul's uncle seems very interested that Samuel spoke to Saul. He seems to understand that speaking to Samuel might mean something. In verse 20, where it says that Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel near and the tribe of Benjamin was chosen, uh, I looked at a couple of other translations and ones like the New American Standard Bible, the English Standard Version, and the New International Version all add chosen by lot. Uh, the King James Version or the New King James Version do not. They also just leave it as chosen. A few other versions use words like taken or captured. This is similar to what was done when they chose the sacrifices by lot. Specific sacrifices were chosen that way. And also what was done when God wanted to point out who Achan was when he had taken the things from Jericho that he wasn't supposed to. So this is a way that God specifically shows them things, and it seems to be a confirmation of what he said to Samuel about Saul being king. And it's made pretty clear that it's not just like choosing one or the other from two choices, but that they're looking for a specific man, because when they get to the end, the lot 
makes it clear that they haven't found the right man yet. And that's when Yahweh says that Saul is hiding among the baggage. Even with that, the people of Israel accept him as king. And Samuel's description of Saul in verse 24 seems to be saying, this is what you were looking for and God gave it to you. You want someone who gives the appearance of a king. But even with all that, that's obviously negative projections about what's going on. God does seem to be giving Saul every chance to be a good king. He even has an army follow him. So he has given Saul words from Samuel that are very clear. He has had him prophesy in very unusual ways, and he's had an army follow after him, and he got chosen by Lot. All of these things should make it clear to Saul that he can trust Yahweh and that Yahweh is working out things. But we will see in the end that Saul does not end up being a godly king who trusts Yahweh. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 